0: Welcome back to season two of TK's A Brigade. I'm your host TK, along with my very good friend Chris, aka Doughboy. What's up? There we go. I told you, people. He's a little mic shy, so I think as we get into these episodes, he'll get a little better and a little looser. Maybe I give him a shot of Jack or something. I don't know. Maybe some. Ooh, I know some Frangelica or some. Uh, what do you like? What do you like to shoot?
1: I'm heroin. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Wow. I am. uh, I'm used to talking smack to kids on video games. That's about all.
0: Okay. So you're not used to the the reciprocation. Okay. Yeah. Peanut butter whiskey. That's right. Oh, have mercy. Man, when our friendship started, man, we weren't really drinking. That wasn't really our thing. I think that we saw enough of that with our with our uncles and dads and brothers and everybody else that I think we kind of steered away from that. Yeah, yeah. So last week we we left off we were getting into the Lake Loveland house for those that listening <laughs> remember the Lake Loveland house right across the street from Lake Loveland on Taft was that duplex, wonderful place to live. Really the only place at the time remember the place was no more. Than oh me. man, so many things happened. So we're right in the midst of party season. I believe uh I had officially dropped out of high school and was just pretty much selling weed and working full time and really just didn't care about life because I felt like the world owed me something. And so we were partying every night and we had all kinds of people all kinds, all the time. We had people from Fort Collins that would drive down. I think I had mentioned Sean Caston earlier last episode. Uh Randy Cole or Baby C would come over frequently. Uh Justin Romarine. Uh my good friend, our good friend uh Jay Morrison, Mr. Jim Morrison and his uh, sister would come over and hang out. I do miss them. Man, that was uh that was some times. And so we're we're in the, the latter part of '96 um in the story here. We were partying almost every night. Chris was working at Dominic's Pizza in Milliken, I believe, or Johnstown.
1: Johnstown. Uh, yeah, it was
0: in Johnstown. Johnstown. And I was working at Perkins, and I was working at Arby's, and I was working the streets. And yeah, I was pretty much just trying to do whatever I could to make money. But we were really just hanging out. And again, we were meeting so many different people. And so here we are. 96 97 you were uh working at dominic's i was working at various places we were partying we were hanging out we met uh different people amanda i believe this is when janelle brought danielle and christina around was that right around that time like after uh, that is roughly
1: that is um, roughly there yes
0: okay so you we were dating her we were we were hanging out we were doing so you know we get into the end of the springtime and and i remember my mom was um was working at walmart and she had gotten injured and so the possibility of having to move out of this uh, lake front duplex was imminent so i figured you know what i'm 17 years old it's time that i move on so i had friended a couple of people earlier in, in the year that i worked with at perkins one of the guys that i worked with was actually living in fort collins in a house like a big four bedroom house. And he reached out to me one night and said, Hey, Trav, I got this room, extra room in the house. Uh, it's like 275 a month for rent. It covers everything, including utilities. Well, do you want to move up here? And I was like, Oh, absolutely. So, March of 2000, I'm sorry, March of 1997, I packed up my things and I moved to Fort Collins into the Camelot house. Now, that for some people, and I guarantee you that some people that listen to this will remember that house vividly, and I don't think you have a lot of good memories of that house, or at least any memories.
1: Very, very few. Um, I know that I went there a few times and partied, partied, partied with people, you know, Sean uh, and Brandon, Hannah. Oh, have mercy, Brandon, Hannah. And, uh, you know, all those guys and the, the Benavitas boys and stuff, you know, th- that's where a lot of people got met too, though, you know, at, the, yes. at that same house. I just, I <clears throat> I was in a bad car accident many years ago, and I think that took some of my memory away because um, some of the stuff I should actually 100% remember, and I just don't. But once you start talking about it, I start to remember it, so it's helpful.
0: To- so now the, the crazy thing about that house was literally lived there for three weeks and six days, and every night for 28 days i should say so three weeks for 21, six, yeah 21 29 so literally 28 22 of the 28 days i lived in that house was a party and we had so many different people come from different schools different high schools uh we had some college kids come party at that house i remember one specific night we had a huge rager in fact i was off getting weed i'll never forget this uh, with uh, a, a mutual friend, LaDonna LD had taken me because I didn't have a car at the time. She took me over to a friend's to get some weed. And I remember coming back and there was probably 300 people in this house. Now, it was a good size house. However, 300 people in any house that is a normal is not normal. And I wa- I remember walking in and there were people on every step going up the stairs and, and there were people on every step going down and someone in the house is yelling, who has the tap for the keg? 300 people and there's a pony keg with no tap. Oh man, I'll tell you what, that was a rough night. We had to we had to end up kicking people out. But what else happened that night was that our good friend, Mr. Bryce Thompson, aka Bob Wiley, drank a fifth of wild turkey, ended up in the bathtub, passed out. Everybody thought he was just passed out, but... Um, in hindsight, and I'm really glad that somebody took the initiative to check on him, but he had gone into almost a comatose state and was on the verge of death because he had drank so much that he was starting to, his body was was processing the liquor too slow and it was going to cause alcohol poisoning. And so he had parked his car over at Ken Keener's house um, right up the street by... Uh, What was that uh, grocery store? Tottie's. You remember Tottie's? Tottie's. Totties? I do. Tottie's and the grinder place. All that stuff was over there. Oh, the sandwich grinder. Oh, my gosh. Mancino's. Yes, man. You see? Your memory's not completely gone, bro. That was the joint. That was the joint. So I remember going. So it's 97, living in Camelot, partying every night. We're probably two and a half weeks into uh, the month of 97, 1997. Uh, We have this huge rager. Our friend Bryce gets hammer drunk. Uh, the cops actually showed up that night and this is a funny story, which I'll uh, caveat to a later on story down the road. But uh. um, cops show up, give me and Randy baby C a a ticket for noise ordinance, a noise ordinance ticket. Um, that morning Bryce is still passed out and his car was over at uh, Ken's house. So I walked over to Ken's, got the car as I'm getting ready to leave. Uh, Ken's apartment, which was Ken's first apartment, which we'll talk about here in a couple of minutes. Bryce's dad and little brother show up, literally like pull an FBI move, and they whip up in front of the car and they jump out and they come over and start cussing and swearing at me, wondering where Bryce is at. And I was, I put my hands up and I said, He's at the house. He's passed out drunk. And they said, Take us there. We went there. They found out he was passed out in the bathtub. They, Drug him out of the bathtub and threw him in the car and his dad threatened me and <laughs> told me if anything happened to Bryce it was gonna be on me. Thankfully later that day, um, when Bryce came to and sobered up and told his dad that I had nothing to do with his binge drinking, that it was all him, his dad apologized and, and uh ended up we'd be you know, we were friends still after that. Like I wasn't banned from talking to him but he, he uh
1: he did binge drink.
0: All the time. Oh, like Bob Wiley, he do you remember okay, so Taking it back to the very beginning because I don't think we ever brought this person up. But there was a cat that when I first met you, we hung out with this guy all the time. And I remember we would go to the liquor store and he would get Mad Dog 2020 and put it in a slushie. And he would drink that all day, every single day. Do you remember who I'm talking about? I'm talking about JJ. JJ, Justin Johnson, man. Have mercy, that cat. He used to he used to get big gulp cups, and this is funny because did he drink a six guy. pack before we went to oh, school. Yeah. He loved to drink different flavors. I think fruit punch was his favorite. When he yes, kinds of stuff, shots. I mean, it didn't matter. He was such a laid back kind of guy. He Super was such a- such, oh dude, just chill and loved to smoke weed, and well, he loved to smoke anything, and pretty much do any kind of drug. But anyways, yeah. I just a yeah. uh, little caveat. To, but, so Bryce, loved to drink, love to binge drink. And so here we are, 97, lived in this house on Camelot for three, three weeks and six days. Three weeks, six days. The owner of the house, which was this very wealthy woman who lived in Texas, showed up at the end of the month, comes into the house. We have no idea who she is. She's dressed to the nines. She's like pulled up in a... A Mercedes S class right gets out comes inside and says who are you and we're like oh we live here who are you and she's like this is my house we're like uh, no this is blah blah blah's house and it was just some random person that we thought what we didn't know was that this was the landlord and she had a lease with three of the four people that were currently living in the home But mm-hmm. but she didn't know that the other six of us because th- three of the four people had moved out And then six people had moved in. So it ended up being like seven or eight people living in this house. She comes in. She's like, I don't know who you are. Why are you in my home? You've destroyed my home. You have a week to get out of my house, or I'm going to file a lawsuit against you. It was this big debacle. I'm getting ready to be homeless. You're living in Milliken with your mom and dad and your, and your little brother working at Dominic's. Yeah. Uh, We're back and forth between Milliken and, and Fort Collins. Ken Keener is in the picture and he has his own apartment and him and I were starting to hang out. And so as I'm getting ready to be homeless, he says to me one night, Trav, why don't you just come moving with me? Uh, we can split the rent and you can, you know, share the the living room area and, and then we'll get a two bedroom apartment together and, and you can have your own room. What do you think about that? And I remember thinking, man, I don't have anywhere else to go. And I mean, shoot, why not? So I remember one night, towards the end of that month i packed all my things and i went and moved in with ken what do you remember if anything about ken keener's single room apartment um there's a couch okay. brown yes. furry couch so your memory's not that bad what else didn't he 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 moved out of his original apartment Which apartment though? do you remember didn't because he? that was his when he moved to colorado from california that was his first apartment and um, then didn't you guys agree to move into a two bedroom? We though? did, but we lived in that first one by Toddie's for a few months. And then we got a lease with that apartment over there off of Timberline and, uh, shields. And it was a two bedroom. Yes. Apartment. I do remember that. So, okay. So we're talking about Ken Keener, um, the end of March, 97, uh, TK and Doughboy, our life story, TK's a brigade, And we are talking about when Ken Keener, when we first met Ken at his apartment, this was one of the first times, the first night we went over there, it was you and I and Audrey and LaDonna, and Ken invited us over, and we show up, and we knock on the door, and Audrey was never patient, so she goes busting into his apartment, because I think she personally had a thing for him, so she was, you know, excited, yeah. He had stuff all over his apartment because he was very wealthy. But do you remember what he had on the table? Uh, besides mountains That was Coke? definitely um, one thing. But what was he doing when we showed up?
1: He was so, cleaning. He was cleaning. He was vacuuming his house. So
0: not when we initially got there. I think. No, he wasn't cleaning. He was actually in the shower. Okay. And he was doing... What everybody does, he was taking a shower and he yells to us, hey, I'll be out in a minute. Just make yourselves comfortable. Um, What's mine is yours. And we're talking about Ken Keener. So anyone that knows Ken Keener knows that he was a very eccentric, uh, very off the wall type of guy. He had a lot of personality and he loved to show his personality. Whenever he was around new people, he loved the shock value of being around people. He would do things to just shock people to be honest and he loved to do that by singing like awkward songs in the shower right (laughs) awkward song that he would sing all the time we both know what i'm talking about but yeah and just meeting this guy little did we know that was ken's personality right i mean the guy he he was all about trying to get the shock value out of every situation so we're partying at kins right and we're getting like, we're getting forties every night. Um, I think he had a weight bench in his living room. And so we're partying every night. We're, we're just hanging out. We're doing all kinds of fun stuff. And man, I remember it, it, so we get into the summertime, and as we get into the summertime, we uh, we moved from that apartment by Toddy's over to the apartment over on uh, Harmony and Shields is what it was. Harmony and Shields, yeah. You and I had gotten a job at Wendy's, and we were working uh, the graveyard shift. Do you remember working the graveyard shift at Wendy's? Tell me a little bit about that. I want to hear a little. I want to hear a little bit from Doug because I've been talking a lot here. So I'm going to let you talk and tell me about that. Because of all the things that you remember, I bet you remember that. So Wendy's. So what I what I remember
1: working at Wendy's is it sucked. Um, but uh, nightly, you know, wasting chicken nuggets on purpose. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it was. It was absolutely fun, but it was a shitty place to work. Just it was fun because of the people there, except for one person. There's one person that worked there. He had a thing for me and I have nothing against people's sexual or orientation, if that's the word. Um, but this man uh, wanted me more than I wanted myself. Yes. Uh, it made me uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> and, um, oh, oh wow. To this said. day, I could quote it. Yeah, there's no question as to what he said. <laughs> I will never forget that. Um, referring to uh, heartbeats and lower extremities. Well, that's definitely putting it PG, but you and I both know that would be a lawsuit all day in today's society.
1: But, I mean, it was cool because, like, our friends came to the drive through all the time. Uh, people come through the driveway and show things to get free food. So it was, it was cool it was fun
0: that lasted for what two and a half three months that job
1: yeah not long uh yeah i was uncomfortable working there for sure So yeah it was
0: yeah but he loved to make you awkward he loved to see you squirm that was his thing so here we are uh may of 97 i believe dan and i were living in an apartment over off of shields and harmony it was a brand new apartment complex in fact uh they weren't even done building some of the buildings um around us when we had moved in so i mean literally brand new that was right around the may so march april may towards the end of may um ken decided he was going to go back to california for a month do you remember that i sure do do you remember what he came back with i sure do um
1: that was when we were living in laporte
0: not not yet no we hadn't got to laporte
1: oh it was shortly after he got back actually yes. actually yeah. no he went back again yeah so he, he came, came he came back with with his car right do you remember the car yes it was a 96 honda accord four-door green but it wasn't yes but it wasn't done nothing was done right. to it it was he still had it work to it. so right. yeah um because he had come back with that and we're like oh my gosh you look like you look so lame that car's so boring so he goes back to california i think to visit his parents and finish up on his yeah. accident settlement yeah. i believe yeah he's yes his second accident and correct yeah by that time we had already uh me you uh i believe troy josh janelle of course uh your mother uh i think that's it we had signed up on that house in laporte by uh Vern's. Not yet. Not yet. No, we're not there yet. No,
0: we not, no, there. not no, there yet. Not no, there no, yet. no. I, we'll get there. I promise you. But no, Ken and I were still living in the two bedroom apartment. It was a brand new apartment. They hadn't even put sod down yet. And they were brand new. They were still building ones around the corner. But we will get to the little port house. I promise you that. Okay. See, Ken comes back from California. And to say the least, he got really upset with me because he just felt that I wasn't carrying my way, which I was. But that's here nor there. Uh, but he really wanted Jethro and Jethro um, a couple Whoa. of yeah. Jethro's friends. to have to move in. And so he decided he was going to kick me out of the apartment. And so I didn't have a place to go. And you said, you know what? You should come and move in with me and my mom and dad and my little brother and Milliken. And so we talked to your mom and your mom said, sure, you know, this is what, you know, rent is going to be. It covers everything. And so June of 97, I packed up all my things and I moved out to Milliken. Do Millican you remember house. that on North Normal? I know you oh, do because yeah. you lived there for what? Twelve years. I remember, years? I remember was it? everything. I
1: remember your uncle doing the basement finish on that place. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, I do too, man. I remember that house well. It's been a lot of good years there. Yeah,
1: it was. It was, it was fun. good
0: times, man. So the summer of '97, um, I move out to Milliken. Uh, we were like, we were going camping like every weekend, every chance we got. We were up in the mountains, hanging out. You, me, Vinoy, uh, and then everyone else that we kind of connected with uh, there were parties we would go to the Benavides parties over off of um, Plum in Fort Collins over by CSU uh, we were getting into fights
1: Ch- yes. Chad Lee <laughs> Chad Lee's house yep.
0: <laughs> Chad Lee dude oh my gosh and we're, we're, we're partying with the instigators over off of Garfield and we're riding around in Bryce's Saturn and his 15s and his late night runs to Wendy's. I mean, that was an amazing summer. And I remember at one point I was just getting tired of trying to find rides back to Fort Collins because everybody that I hung out with predominantly lived in Fort Collins. And my mom had gotten a new apartment uh, right over off of Swallow and LeMay, right there on the corner. And a lot of people that we knew lived in that area. And so I wanted to move back to Fort Collins. I didn't have a car to get around, so it was really difficult to move anywhere, so I decided I was going to move back there. Do you remember that apartment? apartment?
1: <laughs> yes, I do. Very, very vaguely, oh but I gosh. do.
0: So at, the, at that time, it was like, it was just, I needed to get closer to the people that I was around all the time. So I decided to move out of your parents' house and back to Fort Collins. So I think we should save that story moving forward because that's when we lived there for a while and then in January of ninety eight is when we moved into the Laporte House. I know you remember that house, but let's pick up there next time, you think. That's fair. Lots to unpack for sure. Yeah, because that's a big oh, topic. Oh yeah, big topic. Lots to unpack, lots to talk about. We have so much more. So you were listening to TK's A Brigade. I'm your host TK with my co-host Chris. A.K.A. Doughboy, you know. Dining off. See you next time. Yes, next time. So tune in as we continue down the good, the bad, and the ugly of TK and Doughboy and our friendship together. You can find TK's A-Brigade on Anchor, Google, Amazon. Please like and subscribe. Until next time, people. Peace.